Hello, I'm Josie Cotton, and you are listening to the famous Dummy Room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Demmel. What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, doing all right, dude. You? Doing okay. I'm uh, I'm sitting here with a uh, a weird soda. Oh yeah. I stopped by um, yeah, the local the local venue here that that I've been you know started going to when I was a kid. That's still around somehow. Um, he put out a post the other day that uh, he was selling some. So it's an all ages place. They don't sell alcohol, you know. But he's got a, he's got like this uh, huge selection of like different sodas from all over the world and shit. Yeah. And uh, he was selling them off like twelve packs for you know like a variety, one of each, and uh, just kind of like a grab bag just to raise a little bit of money. So I, so I grabbed some, and uh, I'm trying the first one here. It is uh, it's green. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's called Whistler. Is it like a um, like a citrus or like a like an apple or what? This is a lime. Okay. Yeah, it says it right on the cap, lime, and like a little sticker on there. Hmm. Yeah, Whistler Classic Soda. That's about all it says, and it says eight eight ounces, and then uh, okay, so it's bottled in uh, Minneapolis. Cool. So it's like so got real sugar bad, and all that. It's got the real shit. I don't know. Does it say that? Um, I don't know. It's just a sugar, so... Yeah, there you go. Um, so it's not like high fructose corn syrup. I don't know. It's not bad, though. It's, um... I don't know if... I'm not I'm not huge on, like, lime stuff, but... Yeah, me either. It's got a cool name, dude. It's got... Or it's got a cool logo. It's like, uh... Uh, the, uh, the dot on the eye is, um... Got some, like, uh, lines coming out of it with music notes on it. Like a whistler, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um... It's all right. Yeah? So... So you got 12 different ones then, huh? Yeah. Maybe I'll do one every week. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are a little bit more um, uh, mainstream. Right. Like, like a doctor and the, f- variety and whatnot. Well, I don't know about that. There's like a can of Arizona something in there, and I don't know about that. But the rest of them are bottles, and I don't know. Hmm. I'm not even going to go through them. Yeah, It'll be very clangy. There's some place around here where it's like they sell a bunch of like just like weird sodas and candy. I can't remember what the hell it's called. Oh, it's called Rocket Fizz. And you go go in there and it's like they got those Kiss sodas and the Gene Simmons fucking sodas and like Iron Maiden (laughs) sodas and whatever. I always look for a Ramones one. There's never anything. But um, no. Yeah. Generally, though, anytime I've tried one, I didn't like it. Yeah, I actually tried to get one of those Kiss sodas once and um uh, I I don't know they were sold out or something and I wasn't gonna pay like eBay price for a Kiss <laughs> soda that I would probably never drink you know yeah I had one it wasn't that great <laughs> the bottle looked cool though it had like a like destroyer on it you know yeah it was pretty cool I, I think they could come up with something original you know yeah right they've been pushing <laughs> that same art since '76 dude <laughs> hey speaking of uh, mid '70s dude what about Walter Lure dude 
Yeah, uh, he died yesterday, I think it was, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was kind of surprised, you know, I, was, I I don't know, I didn't see that coming, I guess. I, you Obviously. know, I haven't really thought of him in years. <laughs> it's like, he's one of those people, that yeah, I, I know. Even really, I kind of assumed he already was gone. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard anything about him in forever. Yeah, apparently he was still playing shows up to last year. Yeah, that's what they so. I read. I didn't know anything about the like what was it the Waldos? I don't, I don't think I've ever heard any of that stuff. I haven't me neither. So um, I was I was thinking about that. So he's the last last heartbreaker, right? Yeah. So they're gone. I was I was thinking, are there any other bands that are like that? Of course, the Ramones come to mind, but um, right. yeah, that seems different, you know. Yeah. Because it's still like Marky, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. I know people get all, you know, all pissy because the, the elitist fucks. They they can't accept Marky or CJ as actual Ramones, but that's so you know. ridiculous. Especially Marky, he was there for so Especially, much great shit. Yeah, and uh, so it feels a little different. But yeah, I was trying to think of that. Any other bands, even huge bands, it's like I mean, there's still Beatles alive. Yeah, you know, the Beatles. Yeah. What started in they started sixty years ago, that's and insane. two of them are still alive. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Well, supposedly Paul's not even really himself. That's like a yeah. fake Paul. McCartney, they call him Fall. And what's crazy, if you go down that rabbit hole, there's like all these videos. Yep. And it, it kind of is somewhat believable because he, the, he doesn't look the same. You know what I mean? I know. I did that one night. I watched those videos. It's crazy. Which, and then you got all those nuts. messages on the fucking Sgt. Pepper and all that shit. White album. It's crazy. <laughs> but I think it's probably still him. But what what gets me, though, is like they'll show pictures and like, he doesn't have a certain scar on his lip in some of the photos that he should have had and he still has if on other photos and then like his the way he holds his pick and shit it's totally different it's weird hmm. it's fucking it's kind of crazy i think that's probably really him though but who knows but if you think about it though not to go into the <laughs> down this rabbit hole but once that whole 66 happened ever since then the beatles totally sucked they were fucking great for like you know 64 5 and 6 but like once that shit happened with this accident or whatever, they were never the same. They became like washed out, fucking hot air hippie shit, you know? Yeah. When they used to be like a rip and rock and roll band. You listen to that shit from the Cavern Club? They're tearing it up, dude. But anyways, Walter Lure, man. Rest in peace. Maybe we should play a Heartbreaker song. I was trying to think of, what about a One Track Mind? You down with that one? Oh, dude, that's probably my favorite one. Mine too. And uh, Walter wrote that one. So let's, let's hear it. He he wrote that. I didn't. I, yeah. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. Let's check it out.
history of of that that whole album, you know, being re-released a few times with yeah. whatever however they keep finding these bonus tracks or whatever. It's cool, man, but what a what a great band that really only had that one album. Yeah. But there's like like you said so many extra songs. Like where did these <laughs> all come from? When why didn't they yeah. just record a second record? I guess like yeah. they're all too fucked up. But yeah, that's yeah, probably my favorite. I think that is my favorite, man. You know, I mean, I've heard, you know, Born to Lose is great, of course, you yeah, know, of but course. all those, oh, Johnny Thunders played that for a long time, you know. Oh, yeah. Killed it. <laughs> played it to death. We, uh, sometimes at band practice, we bust out Pirate Love. Oh, yeah? And it fucking rips. Yeah. <laughs> when cool. when Noel said he wanted to do that, I'm like, nah, I don't want to fucking do Pirate Love. That's one of my least favorites. But when you play it, it's fun. It's really fun. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't think there was any other bands. I was thinking, like, I think Elvis's band is all dead. Yeah, but I, don't know I was going to say probably Elvis or a lot of those old school Motown people. But no one knows yeah. their name, so you, how do you really know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think, like, what, what about Buddy Holly and the Crickets? They're all dead, right? Yeah, I think they are dead. How about the Doors? Are they dead? No. I think I fucking think Manzarek's still alive, dude, and so is Robbie Krieger, I think. How about the Monkees? Uh, a couple of those dudes are still alive, I think. Jeez. Pretty sure. Huh. So there's a couple bands, but nothing is like in our kind of this means no. as much to us, you know. No. I mean, I love the crickets. Buddy Holly was fucking awesome, but you know, it was so far like before our time that I don't have like a whole lot of attachment to them because I wasn't, you know, they're already dead by the time I way before I was even born, you know. Yeah. So that's a little different, but yeah, heartbreakers. That's crazy. What's even crazier though, when you start thinking about it, is all those '70s dudes are starting to die off, man. Like even if like say like you know the Ramones were still alive, now we'd have to worry about them. It's getting to be about that time where they would start dying off, you know. Yeah, I suppose oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So what what have you been up to, man? Oh man, nothing. I. Uh... You know what I've been doing. I don't really want to talk oh, about it on yeah. the air, but when it <laughs> rains, it pours, dude. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I've uh, been having a pretty good time lately. <laughs> you know, I saw a pretty yeah. cool Laidbacks review that someone did where they liked all the oh, songs yeah. except for uh, they didn't like I Still See You that much. <laughs> and what's funny is. I don't is know if like, I saw that one. It was like that um, Good Enough for Me or something. That It's like a blog. They've been promoting us all along. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess I didn't read it. I read it. It was pretty cool. Yes. I keep waiting on Jason to give us a one. Totally. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of people feedback from a lot of different wait. people, though, that really dig on that. Like, a lot of people like the first one, but it seems like the second one, people are really stoked on it, dude. Even Ralph, like, told me that we raised the bar. <laughs> but, you know, every song is the best song ever when it comes from Ralph. Yeah. That's for sure, so you brother. You take it with a grain of salt, but uh, <laughs> but still, yeah, I'm mean, getting a lot of a lot of positive feedback, which I totally enjoy and appreciate. So thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. So I've been uh, I've been busy working. That's about it. Yeah. I. Uh, so are the kids going back to school in your neck of the woods, or what? They, it it's uh it's like October, and I think it's all up in the air right now. Wow. It's October, and uh, I think they're just playing it by ear, man. Yeah see what happens <laughs> i told you how so, my kids aren't going back and but i found out at this, yeah at this event that uh this uh this amber's brother's 
kids are going back tomorrow with no masks and no distancing and nothing, just like nothing ever happened. They're just going back to school like any other year, you know? Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. But I mean, mean, you got to be a little cautious, but. Yeah, but I mean, they're not going to wear masks. They're not going to have six feet of distance. They're just going to be packed in the school buses. And I guess maybe people get really sick. And they'll have to make some changes, or they won't. And then maybe it'll slowly, everything will go back to normal. That's what I'm hoping. Because, like, I don't know how yeah, many other schools well, are doing that, but uh, if everybody's fine, then then what? You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense for our kids not to go back, and then other kids going back at six feet apart and wearing masks and not being able to eat lunch and all that shit, you know? Yeah. How do well, we get back on this subject every week? It's like I don't know. Present. It sucks. I hate it. I hate I it too, man. Um, change the subject. So what's up with the new Zoonoids? Um, uh, what's up with it? It's yeah, coming it's... out, man. It's coming out in October, dude. It's pretty exciting. We have a uh, we have a uh, a target release date of Halloween. It's a good day to to release something. Yeah, especially this one, you know, because yeah. it's. It's it's that's that's kind of the thing, you know. I don't want I don't want to call them a horror punk band, but you right. know they yeah. they write songs about horror movies and shit and characters and um, so yeah, that's sort of just the date. It'll be out before then, but yeah, that's cool. Um, dude, things things are ripper. Yeah, yeah, I think people are gonna lose their shit over this one. Kind of Lillington's esque. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, the one song that's sort of really out there right now is is it's pretty Lillington. Lillington Core. Yeah, there you go. somebody said. Right. <laughs> um, That's good though I, yeah. because it's like it's filling that gap where the Lillingtons, Cody's not going to do it, and now you got the Zoonoids coming in. Yeah, so this is definitely they 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 fill that gap a little bit. Um, Big they shoes are, to fill, but yeah, it's yeah yeah exactly, and I, they're not trying to do that. It's just the way that it comes out. They're heavier than the Lillingtons. Yeah, I mean it's much heavier. Uh, they go way faster than the Lillingtons um, at times, yeah. and at times it sounds like it sounds like the it sounds like Vapid trying to be the Lillingtons, maybe <laughs> you know something like that. Yeah. So let's it's play, crazy, let's man. Play one. Can we play one that isn't? Can we like sneak one in? What do you want? You want to do that one that's released? You want to do something I new? I want to do the one that's fucking released. I want to do something new. You want to do something new? Let's do it. What do you want to do? Which one? You. You pick it, dude. You want, you just want, okay. I want one that was our style. I mean, I like the heavier shit, but not as much as the poppy stuff. Oh yeah, totally. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, it's your call. All right, man. So let's do um, let's let's listen to Overlord. Ah, just a little tease for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have to wait to, to do some more. We have some plans on that shit. So, But right. yeah, yeah, that's a great one. That's one of my favorites on the record, too. Cool. So, um, yeah, that's a short, 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 short tease. Yeah. <laughs> get get some yeah. interest rolling in here. You know what I mean? But yeah, dude, I'm I'm super stoked on this one. I'm Yeah, this is, this is people are going to fucking love it. And uh, like I said, Halloween, I bought records in Italy's uh jumping in on it with us so if you're in uh Italy or Europe or wherever you know yeah. hit them up cool yeah so 
topic at hand? Should we get into it? Let's get into it. We're doing. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, murder burgers. Fuck yeah! So I'll be honest with you, dude. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think this was a really good idea to do. No, not this album. <laughs> this is my favorite record by them, dude. To me, dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the best shit they got. I think, dude. I'm. I'm totally just fucking with you, man. This yeah. album is. Uh, this is like the bee's knees, man. It's yeah, great. It is. It's like that perfect mix between the sillier murder burgers and then they still <sighs> hadn't gotten too. You know, like the next couple of records, it's a little much. I mean, I still love them, but this is like the perfect poppy murder burgers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he was just, yeah, he was getting sad. Yeah, but not so much like like uh, <laughs> like what a mess or even Twelve Habits. A lot oh, of those yeah, songs are a little mean. more. I don't even know how to describe them, but they're not as poppy. You know what I mean? No, I know, man. This this record is this is the one, and I I love the Twelve Habits. Oh yeah, yeah, and I love um like how to ruin your life. Yeah, me too. But this, that's like that's totally different than this album, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, how definitely. to ruin your life is like almost like your typical pop punk band shit. Whereas this, if you just read these fucking lyrics, you'd be like, <laughs> "Damn, dude, Steve's fucked up." He's saying a lot of shit. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like the Doctor Frank thing where he somehow makes it work, and it still sounds poppy. I don't know how. I yeah, it's crazy. It's like a, I, I was especially this record. It's this it's this really good mix of of uh, MTX isms and um, like screeching weasel. Yeah, or copyrights like, a little bit. Oh, definitely copyrights. We'll get to that. But um, you know, some people play music and write music because it's fun, and you know, all their heroes do it, and they they try to emulate that. And some people, you know, just feel the need to express themselves somehow, and then some people use it as therapy, dude. Dude. <laughs> And I think this guy's. I think Fraser's on the therapy yeah. side of things. Yeah, he's he's definitely needing to get some shit out. Yeah, um, because man, some of his songs, like when you really when you read the lyrics, man, it's like this dude's going through some shit. Yeah, this is not because, like I said, it's not like it's a song, like a typical song. It's 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 like his diary, and yeah. he's just reading it along to music. Somehow he figured out how to do that. I know it's, it's crazy. So crazy. Yeah, but that's totally how it feels. Like if you're, if you were to read it, it's like you are peeking into his soul a little bit, you know. I mean, think about the first line of the first song, man. I'm an ugly <laughs> piece of shit with a fucked up face and broken teeth and no place to go. What a way to start yeah. a record. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like happy music. You know that. Yeah. Um, I I love I love what I would say summer music and beach music. Even though I'm not a summer beach guy. Yeah. I, I live. I like to think I live like vicariously through some of my favorite musicians, you know, like, right. you know, they're at the beach having fun. I don't go to the beach, you know, I don't have a beach body. I'm not doing that shit. I stay at home. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but I like to think I, I would have fun if it was me. Right. But, um, but yeah, sometimes I really like listening to shit that's just, um, depressing, man. Sad. Cause it's like so much more fitting. 
yeah to life you know because totally. life isn't all like beach runs and surfing yeah leather jackets at the beach party no, <laughs> that. sometimes it's just a it's just a fucking mess yeah I, I love how he is able to craft these just i just don't understand how you could write lyrics like that <laughs> not only is it just because it's so personal but how do you get it to fit like he does it's like he's like a step just a step away from dr frank when it comes to that shit Frank obviously has been doing it longer, so he's probably a little bit more successful at it, I guess. But, I mean, it's insane the way he fucking fits this shit in. And it's always, like, even though he's talking about some fucked up shit, it still has that poppy vibe where it almost sounds happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. Man. I just remember, like, this came out in, what, 2013, I think. And, um, you know, I already love the Murder Burgers. But like right at that time, was when I just went through this breakup, and man, this was my fucking jam. This whole album, I played this shit to death, dude. And I never really <laughs> felt like quite as bad as he did, you know, <laughs> or does. But a lot of these songs really rang true to me at the time, you know. Yeah, for sure. Huh. But yeah, let's get into the first song, dude. Like you said, it really sets the tone for this this thing. Totally. I think I think you you hear it. You instantly, you know, thirty, not even ten seconds into the song, you know, you're going down this like downward spiral of self loathing and fucking depression. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, it is. I think maybe that's why. I, like it seems happy to me because it makes me feel like, man, I'm not that fucked up after all, <laughs> you know. This guy's got it way worse than I do. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I love this song. But then when it gets to that fucking ending, man, it's like, damn, Fraser, trying to find a way out that doesn't involve tiny noose and kicking a chair, dude. Come on now, that's fucking yeah. pretty hardcore. What I love about the ending of that is it just sort of ends. Yeah. And it's like, is he coming back? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I would say yeah, that it's a great opening track. I would, yeah, perfect. 
Yeah. There, there isn't a better one. And it's the best guitar record. tone they've had to date. Like all their other records don't sound nearly as good as this one. You know what I mean? No, the sound wise. on this record is great. Yeah. It, it really is. I like how he. I think his. I like how his vocals, like he. He kind of goes for a little bit more on this record, whereas the previous records, it was just sort of, you know, what he he did. And now it seems like sometimes he's trying to reach some notes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And hit some, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, yeah. And has I mean. great harmonies all through the record, dude. Like, I think all their earlier stuff was just more, just kind of silly, typical pop punk shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no real substance. I always have kind of dug when someone really lays it out for you, you know? It's fucking tight. I was thinking about this earlier because I, I had to listen to it again because I haven't listened to it in a while. But man, it's like this fucking record, it's like the first, I guess probably first four songs in a row, it's just like, God damn, this is the best band on the planet. You know what I mean? At the time, I was like, holy shit, dude, the Murder Burgers have really stepped this shit up. <laughs> Because the second track, dude, everything is muted and brown. Fucking rules, dude. Uh, yeah.
this song, you know, when when the you know it starts with that bass and drums, yeah, it, that guitar sound, those first two two or three chords, whatever it is, yeah, that's what muted and brown would sound like. I think <laughs> totally, it's just sort of ugly chords, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, this song is it's just sort of it's very um I, and I mean this in like somewhat of a positive way. It's kind of stale for a while. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it's just sort of builds but it's not really building and um well, yeah, I, man, but the chorus is just fucking great. Oh yeah. Well, I love how it builds up and then all of a sudden it stops and you go you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking rules, dude. First time yeah, I ever this, heard that, I was like, "This is the best song I've heard by the Murder Burgers." <laughs> yeah, know? what's what's cool about it is even the end of this song, it's like he has that stop, and then it's like just long enough to where you think maybe it is over, just like the first song, you know? Yeah. And then it comes right back into it, but it's just a weird time on that. Yeah. And, uh, that's cool. It's one of my favorites by the Murder Burgers. Period, but definitely one of my favorites on this record. I think it's in the bridge. I think he says something like, uh, I avoided taking a stand because I keep falling down. Falling down, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good line, man. He's got a lot of really good lines all <laughs> over this fucking record, dude. It seems like, though, that they, to me, they never got like the due that they deserved, especially for putting out a record this fucking good. Like, a lot of, you don't hear people talking about the Murder Burgers that much. I know we have a lot. Uh, I don't even think we have enough, for sure, but um, I, think it, I think it came out at a weird time, man. Yeah. 2013. I think it might have. I think it just got missed, you know? I th- this album comes out this year. Yeah. Or even in the 90s. P- people look oh, at the Murderbergers yeah. like a fucking. Like they look at Screeching Weasel or the Queers. I mean, it's that good. It really is that good. I think. I think you might be right. I don't know if they. It's hard to get up to that level, but definitely right up there. What if they were around for the last 30 years? You know what I mean? Yeah. If this would have came out when I was a teenager, I don't even know what would have happened. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love it, though, man. I love it so much. What do you think about Sorry in Advance, track three? <sighs> what do I think of it? I think it's great, man. Yeah, me too. What another great way to start a song and keep my scars all covered up. But every once in a while, they open up. I mean, come on. That's badass. Yeah, I love that after that first what first two lines and then the guitar kicks in yeah and oh man it's just it's just tight as fuck it really is dude i keep all my scars covered up but every once in a while they open up and your safety's only hold up for so long so it's pretty up years and not as long there's no reason my edges start to break and i worry about driving you away and ain't up driving myself insane and end up back as we're one again
watching you walk away I know I won't hear myself say I think it was like this was still like the current record and man they ripped most of these songs live it was so badass dude so badass I like it with this but I spent time that harmony in that part in the little pre-chorus mm, yep great and you know just the whole lyrical content man I'm sorry in advance for complicating things even wondering <laughs> why I'm watching you walk away you know, or have to hear myself yeah. say, "I'm sorry for this mess." That's fucking great, dude. I, I love the I love the concept of sorry, uh, sorry in advance. Yeah, because like you know, sorry, you're gonna I, fuck I, it up. I know I'm gonna fuck this up. Yeah, so let's just do it. <laughs> exactly. Fucking... I feel like I live that like every fucking day, man. Like I know <laughs> so... I'm gonna say something stupid. Yeah, uh... I feel like that a lot of the times too, man. <laughs> and. Uh... What's cool about this record too is it has a lot of those like intros like you like where it's like just the guitar and vocals and one of them has bass and vocals as an intro, whatever we call yeah. that. But yeah, we were actually going to do like a top eleven of those at some point, but we didn't know what to call it. Right? <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. idea what the hell that's called. I say it's just an intro, but there's got to be more than just an intro. There's got to be like a term for it. So if you're listening, you know what the hell that's supposed to be called. Let us know because I want to know. Then we could actually do that that episode <laughs> whoever comes up with the best whoever makes up the best one we'll, we'll go with that yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh man. man what about uh when uh winter doesn't end it's like three bangers in a row and here comes the fourth you know what i mean it's here like, come, and, he, and here comes the fucking home run yeah dude this is like big hit dude yeah for me. one of the biggest ones for me too
great, dude. I mean, here we go again, just heaping on the praise like we always do. But man, it's fucking great, dude. It's just so good. Yeah, I love the the full band intro. Definitely the the copyright chords. Yeah, and then just right into him playing guitar, man. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds so fucking good. Um, he's got great lyrics in this one that try to convince myself. Um, that I don't miss you. Yeah. Like, whoa. I like how he says, avoid the outside world at any cost. That feels like, I feel like that all the time. <laughs> I've turned into like, uh, sort of a hermit during this whole COVID thing. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of fucked up. I try to avoid people at any cost. <laughs> I mean, obviously I got to yeah. go some places, but yeah. I was thinking of that today. Um, you know, like a lot of restaurants around here and shit have outside seating and stuff. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to do in the winter? I mean, this thing's probably going to still be around, you know? <sighs> God damn. It's going to be know. really, it's going to be really tough, you know? Maybe it'll just, people are just going to be like, fuck it. I'll take the risk. I got to get a steak. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think people will, man. I think a lot I of do people too. don't. I mean, the only reason they don't is because the restaurants won't let them. I guarantee you if, if, if it wasn't some social stigma to not wear a mask, no one would be wearing one right now. I know. I hate them. Everyone else hates them. But if you don't wear one, you look like that jerk off at the store, you know? Yeah. I, I don't mind wearing them, you know? I Just... fucking hate it. <laughs> I don't mind, man. But I have I saw a couple dudes at uh, at the local Quick Trip last week. They almost got into it. Really? Almost went to blows over it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. One guy fucking... They were... They were fucking cursing at each other and one guy drove off and he he actually went around the block it's a weird block but he went around the block came back around with the fucking fingers out the window and <laughs> screaming yeah man it's crazy i think that's what they want that's what like the powers that be want they want division they don't want the like lower 99 percent of us to like come together you know so well, I'm not going to get into that whole conspiracy. We had enough conspiracy talk for one episode. <laughs> but, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yes. Okay, so, man, the first four songs. I mean, who else has a record that has four fucking burners like that in a row? Like Ramones, you, obviously. I mean, there's other bands, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to fucking say that I think... Uh, I don't even think that's not even the best side of the album. Yeah, I mean... I think the album gets better at the end. Not at the very end, but <laughs> yeah, it's great. It just keeps going, and it's it kind of varies because like the next song is totally different than these first four, and it rips <laughs> and all, but it's kind of more of like a you know more up tempo, I guess you'd say. Yeah, but, it's a little. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it's too fast, but it's definitely. Um, it lo- they, he loses a little bit of his melody when they go too fast, you know. Yeah, well, it's hard to fit it's all those fucking crazy words in like that, you know. Dude. Yeah, this one, I mean, yeah, he's it's like a book. Yeah. It's crazy. What do you think he means it's about by work. he's just another prick in a headset? Is that like somebody he working at a drive-thru or something? I think, he, I think he's talking about like a call center maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I can see you know, that. That's, can, yeah, can you imagine calling somewhere and having a Frasier answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd either be really happy or you'd get off the phone and possibly slit your wrist. <laughs> I'd be like, that guy's messed up, man. Well, what's crazy is the times that I've met him, he seems like such a happy guy. You know what I mean? But then he's like, underneath all of that, there's all this brooding emotion, you know? 
not to like, not to tag them as an emo band or anything, but there's a lot of like feeling behind these songs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. There's a part in this song where um I don't know, maybe it's on a bridge or something. I think it it only happens one time, but he says um on and on and on and on. Oh, I love that part. And there's like this little cool melody. It's this little it's almost just like this little hook, but yeah. it doesn't repeat. It's it they do it one time. Yeah, it's like the middle and eight. It's 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 really weird because I think like any other band that has something that catchy in a song, they're gonna uh it's gonna be repeated and yeah. they're gonna exploit it because it's such a great part. But this dude just puts it in there one little time and it's like, oh, it kind of wakes you up a little bit yeah. and, and you want it to come back and it doesn't. <laughs> it drives me nuts. But that's what makes a cool song, or at least a cool songwriter, because you can have all these little cool parts and he doesn't have to you know, he doesn't have to rely on them to 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 build the song around. Yeah, it's like. But I would have re I would have brought it back like ten times. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I think you know, having just that little glimpse of it makes it kind of special and makes it stand out. You know, because the rest of the song isn't as poppy as I would like it to be. You know. No, but th- that's cool though because with a little part like that, it sort of adds that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, this song is, it's a little poppy just because of that one little part. Yeah, it's great. You know, I love that part, man. It's I love like that part that, too. I've heard that so many times where when it does come on, it's like, oh yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, it, it kind of saves this song because to me, this is one of. The, I mean, I like it, but it's not. It's one of the weaker tracks. Like it's yeah, more, yeah, yeah. more of a filler track, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean that that on and on and on. Yeah, it kind of redeems it all. I always look forward to that part too. That's funny. Of course, you do as well. <laughs> mm. I always forget that we are pretty much the same dude. <laughs> but yeah. So what do you think about that No Need for the Reminder? I love this one, man. I This this song sort of... Uh, it's got your intro thing again, whatever we're calling well, that. Yeah, but it's not muted, you know? Yeah. But I like it. So it starts out... To me, it actually kind of starts out... I don't want to say meh, but you know, it's kind of like nothing great. You know, nothing stand out. But this chorus comes in, right? <laughs> The fucking chorus in this song is it's it's huge yeah. and it's so good and it's like I, one of my favorites on the record because of the chorus. Yeah, that's got a hook for sure. Things I can do with that. Yeah, it's the shit. I like how he says, "Uh, instead I kept you hanging around to drag me down." You know what I'm saying? That's fucking a great line. Stuck yeah, in this red and pull me out, but instead I keep hanging around. You you kept you hanging around to drag me down. That's fucking great. I I don't know. It's just like uh, he doesn't always have a chorus like this. So this one always kind of re- this chorus reminds me of uh, you know that song that's over already. You know off of uh, how to ruin your life. Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that one a little bit. Both great. I always when I when I when I sit and think about it, I always think like uh, you know Jay from Jagger Holly. He's you know he always writes these great choruses. Yeah. And this this chorus kind of reminds me of something like he would do. Yeah, know? totally, absolutely. I've never heard Jay go this deep into like depression. <laughs> though it would be so no. weird, wouldn't it? No, no. I'm mean, trying to get Jay- him the dude a call. Are you all right, dude? <laughs> Jay's know? on the other spectrum of of life. You yeah, know? totally. It's not yeah. exactly one of my favorites though either. Not compared to like those first four and some of the ones that are coming up in a little bit. But I mean, the the line he's got that line. Um, <clears throat> paralyzed in a bed of sweat you know and it's like yeah. i can totally i mean you've been there before where it's just like oh you just can't move sometimes in bed 
you're wide awake and you're like, fuck, I'm not getting out of bed. Yeah. You know, you can just feel that sometimes. Like, I don't feel this bad, but sometimes it's like you, you've been kind of where he is sometimes in, in a way. Yeah, totally. That's kind of, you know, he's probably a little bit more on the unhappier spectrum than I ever really get. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I do relate to a lot of this shit and especially at the time. Uh, the girl I was with, I was with for a long time, and then we just it didn't work out. This is like right before I met Amber, and um, yeah, this is my my anthems. All of these songs, you know what I mean? This and like uh, the Cure and like <laughs> fucking Motown songs. <laughs> oh yeah, good shit. About uh, how about the next time? Ah, I'd say that one's just kind of short and sweet. You know what I mean? 30-second fucking banger, man. Yeah. He's got a lot of words in this song, though, for such a short song. I know. I like how like, it starts, though, too. Okay, about 2 a.m. That's a good way to start. I like how he says, uh, what does he say? Uh, make me forget all the things she said and make me forget all the things I've not said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty nice. Alone and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> His brain feels so fucking heavy, he says. Yeah, it's swelling in my skull. That's yeah, a good one. <sighs> and then uh, it's just kind of over before it gets rolling, though, kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I, you know what? I like that sometimes. I do, it's too. Like, you don't have to have... You got you to gotta mix it up, man. Yeah, you got to. And, and it's not like just a... It's not like a 30-second just aggro song that, you know, some people do, you know? Yeah. It's actually a cool, cool little thing, you know? Oh, yeah. The dude can write songs like he really has a style all of his own, you know. And I like how he kind of uses different chords. He's not just playing a root and a fifth all the time. It's pretty nice. That's why I liked it so much about when you remember when like uh, Twelve Habits was getting ready to come out and they released that the Wave song first. It has yeah. that whole breakdown in the middle with those Fraser chords or copyright chords, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Fucking tight. copy chords. Yeah. Yeah. What about the next one, dude? This is one of my big favorites, dude. Big favorite. Uh, I. You know what? Every time I hear it, I. I think of. Uh, I think of the Ergs, man. He sounds like Mikey Erg in the beginning of this song. Yeah. I never Fuck really, yeah, he does. I didn't really put really? that together, but yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I totally hear every, that. I remember the first time I heard it, I was just like, like, damn, this dude, this dude, uh, sounds like Mikey Erg. And yeah. I, yeah, this is the only song I hear it. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I like how it has that, that intro thing, but this time it's with a bass. You know what I mean? Yeah. You no longer work the same. I want to get out of bed most days. You say it likes lack of structure and that you need something. Mom, and I'd like to help, but I swear I'm struggling myself. I've been wasting this effort. It takes to restore my mental health. Snap back a few years ago.
I know for sure he ripped this one live because I was waiting for it. It was badass. It was fucking great. I think I told you before at that show, like, you know, there wasn't that many people. It was kind of, I felt kind of bad for him, you know what I mean? And it was like City Mouse and Murder Burgers and City Mouse fucking ripped. What have you done, you dumb, 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 you had a free one, dumb, 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 the devil on your shoulder. came out and it's like the people just i guess they didn't know the, the material or something they weren't like going crazy like i was fucking losing it i was having a good time <laughs> but at one point fraser's like you want to hear anything i'm like play uh i don't want to dance with you tonight you know and he goes that song is fucking shit i'm like no it's not dude song's fucking killer totally
didn't play it though. I was pissed. And he called <laughs> me he? out in front of all these people, telling about the song is shit. And why would you like that, <laughs> dude? Because it fucking it's great, you know. Uh, did he play drums in City Mouse? No, but uh, whoever was playing drums for him did. I don't remember. I can't remember what the lineup was. That's another okay. band that you never know who you're going to get. As long as it's Frasier, it's the Murder Burgers, right? Yeah. So I, th- that's one of the things that I think is cool. You know, like for some reason, people have a big problem when when Ben Weasel or Joe Queer do it, you know, like especially Ben Weasel, you know? Yeah. You know, I, with the Queer, it's, it's not like, Screeching Weasel because it's, you know, yeah. it's, Panic's not in the band or Vapid or right. Jughead or whoever, you know? And it's like, well, come on, yeah, man. It's still I, Screeching Weasel. You know? Totally. If if the main guy that wrote the songs is there, it's it's still a band. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, like, he doesn't have because the Murderburgers never got to that level. There's no there's no classic lineup. Yeah, you know. I, like, I think Joe. I think Joe is sort of somehow he has managed to, you know, kind of lose that whole B face Hugh thing a little bit more. Yeah. Most people, yeah, you still hear it every once in a while, but I think for the most part people have gotten over it and and yeah. joe is joe and joe is the queers but then yeah he's not going to shake that because people are just they, they need an excuse not to like him yeah not to like like that new record well it's not screeching weasel because it's you know well so and so is not the band yeah. anymore like i don't on. feel that way but i get where people are coming from because like weasel everyone in that classic lineup as it were they're so like identifiable and really good at what they did you know like vapid obviously jughead and panic there's just something about all of those dudes but with the queers i was like i do prefer i kind of like would prefer the hue and b face lineup but i mean they've had so many fucking people in the band you just don't i don't know it's not the same you know what i mean yeah plus alex has been drumming for the queers for like 15 years now or some (laughs) shit yeah you know what i mean i i I just think that if you know if 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 we all have to wait around for for ben and jughead and and vapid to get along it's not going to happen yeah and even if they are in the band i don't think you're getting that that new record i don't think you're getting a record that sounds like that no i don't think so either i mean there's songs on the new weasel record that i could totally hear vapid doing his background vocals on and i think yeah i think (laughs) it would up the ante just a bit you know definitely but i mean it's still so strong just with because it's ben wrote all the all all the shit and you know yeah yeah like i'm a fan of him because he wrote all the shit if you like screeching weasel it comes down to you're a fan of ben weasel he wrote all the shit you know what i mean i mean obviously yeah. you know a couple dudes wrote some other things here and there but i mean in general ben weasel is screeching weasel he wrote all the shit exactly it's not like the ramones where you got a bunch of different people writing or you know a lot of other bands but yeah weasel is pretty much all ben or, you know, MTX, all Frank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why Frank yeah. could go out and do, play with anybody. It doesn't matter who else is in the band. I mean, I I kind of miss Joel just because it was really fun and they had a good thing going. But uh, that's another guy we got to get on the show, man. But we got to have Joel come on in here. I know. I know. There's there's a, you know, like on a, with Weasel, with a First World Manifesto, you know, Vapid's on that record. And when he does his backups... It's fucking. I think we've talked about this. It's great. Oh, yeah. And then there's other times where they're bringing in like Joe to do some backups, and it's like nothing against Joe Queer, of course, but it's like why you got you got this fucking the ultimate weapon in your back pocket, man. <laughs> fucking yeah. vapid, use it. No shit. You know, have him on there. I don't care. 
every song? I mean, we could live with Vapid's woes on every song, you know? Oh, yeah. I can't. I don't give a fuck. He's in the band. Use it. Yeah, exactly. So, but, yeah. But when he's not there, it's like, it's still okay, you know? But when he is there, use it, man. Absolutely. I wish he, wish he was more there when he is there, but... It's probably a weird <laughs> dynamic is. after doing the Riverdales and then being like, well, I'm going to sing them all in this project. You know what I mean? It's kind of got to be weird <laughs> not using that voice because Vapid's like one of the greatest vocalists in our scene, you know, our bubble, yeah. as it were. But yeah. All right. So let's get back to the Murder Burgers. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Shades of Grey is probably my favorite song. It's it's one of mine too, man. It's so good, dude. The lump in my throat, we appeal today. I'm a proof of the kinetic on a wave. But I'm hoping things will settle than they seem. Cause I'm getting used to normal dreams. Passing much of myself to hell. Not to mention other people have as well. But the lesson does not get the ability. To step back and practice empathy. So believe me when I say I sympathize. When I see the worry in your eyes. I'm reminded of my sanity. But I know there are things that you can do with that. So what? starts i love everything about it man the chorus is fucking really strong i love how it my favorite line is like where he says everything evened out when i met you you know that part and then it leads right into that breakdown that breakdown's tight weird breakdown yeah Yeah. but it's so it's so cool (laughs) sounding i know i know i kind of get tired of like the typical pop punkers that just play one four fives and shit like i like when it's got a little bit of something extra yeah but not everyone can pull it off man and even though this it's really the only time on this whole record that he does something like that. Yeah. But it still somehow just sounds like it fits perfectly. And, uh, you know, it's very natural sounding. Yeah. So my yeah. favorite line on here, dude, is uh, it's a line where I think it's in the first verse where he says, uh, I'm getting used to normal dreams. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it's so cool. Like, I'm just assuming like he just it's had a bad run of nightmares lately or yeah. something, you know? It's, like, it's weird, but... Yeah, it's like it's he was having weird. all these nightmares until he met this girl, and then everything evened out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it, I've been though. having some fucking weird dreams lately, man. Me too, man. I think there's Dude, something I, in the air. I had this... I had this weird dream. I'll tell it to you. I don't care. But um, I had this dream that, that I got a text from vapid? Josie Cotton. What? 
Oh. <laughs> I had this. Uh, Josie Cotton texted me to tell me that she signed Haley and the Crushers. Really? That was it. <laughs> and this was like right after, like, this must have been like right after Josie. Josie kind of announced that she's she was putting out somebody else's record, you know, on her label. Yeah. So yeah, so I woke up and I actually checked my phone. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no text. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh yeah. If you wanna dance, we'll dance. If you wanna go, we'll go. If you're looking for a little romance, I will take you to the show. If you wanna stand by me, I will hold you oh so close. If you don't wanna talk no more, no a place where we can go. Let's dance, gotta take it. Last chance, cannot fake it. Take my hand, oh, we're gonna make it. Take my hand, oh, we're gonna make it now. Hold on. Yeah, this song is, uh, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey, man. And it also has the line that's kind of like the, the title of the record, where it's like, these are only problems, dear. you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's always cool when bands do that. They throw it, like, when it's, like, um, Weasel always, I don't, I don't know, I can't say they always did it, but, like, when they throw an anthem of a new tomorrow in, like, the next album or whatever it was, yeah. you know? little callbacks. Yeah, it's kind of like it kind of brings it together. But yeah, I love I love it when this kind of shit happens where they don't have that title yeah. actually be a song, but they throw it in a song. So yeah, what's the Weasel song on Teen Punks that calls back to an American Dream? Remember that? I can't remember oh. what song it was. American Dream is an ugly fucking lie. Oh, it's in uh, what is it? The Six Percent or whatever. I think that's what it's called. Is that what it's called? I think that's the worst Weasel record. You're insane. Teen I know. Punk's is fucking great. I think it's great. You think it's worse than like the self-titled one or the? I don't think so. I think it's way better than you uh, know. I think it's way better than Television uh, City. I think it's way better than uh, Bark Like a Dog. I don't think. Oh man, I think Bark Like a Dog and Television City Dream bury that record. Mm, I don't think so. I think he could have trimmed a couple songs. It seems like there's a lot of songs on that record. It's a little long, yeah. 
but like, and there's just some them. dumb ones, you know. Yeah. I want to fuck. <laughs> they should have gave that to Black Dahlia, <laughs> or uh, you know, but like erections, kind of stupid. But man, there's some really good ones on there too, though. Like, I like that "I Love You" song. I love like, "Bottom of the Knife." Like that six percent. I like good, fucking yeah. Uh, whatever happened to Pauline is fucking great. Like cat-like is fucking great. There's some, there's some great ones, but yeah, I just think yeah, you could have trimmed the fat a I little bit. That's all. I never to it, man. I don't know. We got to do a, we got to do a review on that one and get some new, like a fucking, what was the dude who did like a, every day he was going through a song. I can't remember which one. It was the alien, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like blown away at some of his feelings on it. Like, dude, you're crazy, man. Uh, maybe I'm just a Weasel fanboy, but I love that fucking record. Yeah. We're back on Weasel again. Let's get back to. I think it falls short. Yeah. Anyways, there's a line in um, Shades of Grey that uh, I've been walking barefoot on my own eggshells for years. Yeah. What a fucking line, dude. Yeah, and then I'm wondering how eyes so empty could produce so many tears. Yeah. Empty eyes <laughs> producing so many tears. He's just like, that's a pretty heavy line, dude. I, I yeah, know. he's just—he has a way of doing it to where it's like he gives you just enough to leave you kind of guessing at what he means a little bit, but you know exactly what he means at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I—I—I I, I love the line about the walking barefoot on your own eggshells, just because I kind of do that too. Like sometimes I do things that annoy the shit out of me, and it's like, what am I doing? I just got to get this done, you know? <laughs> and I'll be—I'll be just fucking around and procrastinating, and it's. And it drives me nuts. An hour later, I'm just like, oh, now I'm fucked. I got, you know, I should have done this, you know, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What's next on this thing here? What is it? 25 was, turn 25 was shit. This is my favorite song on the record. Is it? Yeah. I crawl back in the bed after I now today.
crawling back into bed after an hour, huh? That's your thing. <laughs> At least he got up I for love- an hour, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could only be up for an hour. A little jealous. Yeah, but no, the intro in this song is fucking great. Yeah, it is. Totally is. Oh man, you don't like this one? I like it, but I I wouldn't say it's my not even in my top four or five. But yeah, really, I like, I like it a lot. But I mean, I think some of these other ones we've already mentioned are way better. Shades of oh, Grey is my my shit. That that's a great one. Brown, right. That's what you know. I think I think with with uh you know all my best friends are dying and shades of gray and this one I think this is like the ultimate spot on the album you know for me I mean the intro on this song is cool the chorus is great it's like one big hook you know yeah totally that's like, the hit to me man I I this is this I fucking love this song man right on I like I can't it too. believe it. I thought this was gonna be your favorite too yeah I like how he says uh. He knows one thing for sure. I'll miss you when I'm gone. I'll miss you when I'm gone. That's a nice line. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here no more, but I know one thing for sure. I'll miss you when I'm gone. That's tight. Yeah, I mean, it's a great song. But, I mean, amongst a lot of really fucking great songs, it's hard to kind of hard to rise above those for me. But, yeah, I love it, too. I love this whole record, Uh-oh. though. I mean, this record yeah. was really big with me at the time. You know, like... But I would say that the next song, all I can really say about it is it's just kind of <laughs> all right. You know what I mean? My name is uh, my name, my name is, is copyrights. El- <laughs> yeah. I mean elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Super copyrights, dude. Yeah. I, I it's mean, okay. I mean, I don't think I, it sucks or anything, but I usually skip it, dude. To be honest. Sk- really? I see. I. It's really weird because it's so copyrights that I actually can hear the copyrights playing this song. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, even the fucking backups are in the perfect spots for that. <laughs> yeah. True. So, this, but that beginning, those chords, it's 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 all I ever think about is copyrights when I hear it. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's just the, I don't like the whole idea of talking about elbows. Let's <laughs> I know that's kind of nitpicky. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of a dumb thing to write about. And yeah. Coming from yeah. a guy who's wrote a it, bunch it of dumb fucking the- songs. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like it. I, I don't. I don't skip it or anything. But yeah, it is. It is weird to. Yeah, I don't know. Elbows are deranged. I think he says in there. I don't know. I believe in these dad elbows. And brother only have me? two. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a little strange. I, but. I think it's just a little bit of a lull. I think there's two lulls, and it's this one, and it's uh, what was the other one? Fucking uh, working week, I guess maybe was my other lull yeah. i mean not that it's terrible or anything but i don't no, know this but, good you know you, they can't all be classic super hits i'd still say I, that elbows and the other one are probably better than 80 eh, percent of the modern punk bands out there uh maybe yeah. even higher 90 percent, something like that i think you're, you're up in the 90s yeah, yeah probably so depends what bands you're talking about well you know you know what I like and I don't like. Uh, all right, man. Christine, I forgive you. Now we're back to the burner side of things, you know? <laughs> the like, intro rules, doesn't it, man? Fuck yeah, it does.
drunk, but he could still hold a pen. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fucking great. And I could see him being all wasted and scribbling the shit down, you know, his frustrations. Yeah. I love the, uh, you know, that weasel lead in the very beginning. Yeah, it's tight. And then it just kind of, uh, you know, drags on for a little bit. And then it goes into that muted guitar for like, you know, a second. Yeah. And it goes into like this weird full band stop and then into the song. It's like very different. Yeah, it's cool. That's what I, I like about these that. guys so much. That it's not just your typical shit. It's not Ramon's core. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're reaching they're reaching for things, and it's like it doesn't sound like I said before. It doesn't sound unnatural. No, it sounds you know. It's interesting. Yeah, it adds. It's yeah, it's very cool, but it doesn't sound like they're just they're just doing it to just have something different. Right. Yeah. So, have you, what do you think of his newer stuff? Like that, what? Do I, what? Have you heard any of that new band that he's got going? I can't even think of what they're called at the moment. I have not. I don't know anything. I can't even remember what the fuck it's called, but it's it's not it's not the same. It's not as good. No? No. I think he peaked out with this record, dude. I think this is his peak artistically. Because the re- their other records, while they're good, they're just this is like the peak. It's like it's like the murder burgers my brain hurts. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's definitely his his uh my brain hurts, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's <laughs> Screeching Weasel had a lot of good shit after my well, brain. Yeah, so it's, maybe that's uh, a bad analogy, but I yeah, I know what you mean. But I don't, I don't know about peaking. I don't. Well, like Twelve Habits, for example, that was there's the next great one. Great songs right? on that. Yeah. Overall, as an album, it's not as good. Yeah, exactly. Like there might, there's like five super classics on there, and the rest are just kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Not that they're bad, but you know, I know com- what you mean. coming yeah. off a record like this, good, it's it's really hard to keep that up. You know what I mean? So you can't fault the guy. But it seems like lately, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard anything, so I don't know. Yeah, but as far as Christine, I forgive you. I love when he says, "I hate, I hate you for the nights I spent standing out in the rain, hoping I'd see your car come over the hill again." That's fucking tight, dude. I picture mm-hmm. like a say anything kind of moment. You know what I mean? He's got <laughs> the big fucking boombox, and he's blasting the copyrights <laughs> or something. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great fucking line, dude. But I love how it's like he's hating her, he's hating on her, but then all of a sudden he turns it around at the end and he forgives her. It's very, uh, yep. very Christian. Classic mistake. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, maybe that's like, uh, he's Scottish, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what they're known for. Forgiveness. Maybe. Or Not getting sure. drunk. I definitely, <laughs> but, drunk thing for sure. <laughs> but see okay so then this album has been fucking great but what do you think of the the, the closing track um i think i don't think it fits at all and this either. is my least favorite thing about the record because suddenly it's like it's uh you know there's a copyright song that's you know it's it sounds like copyrights and then there's you know like i said he sounds like mikey erg but it's still murder burgers but this sounds like he's trying to be the lillingtons or something well, definitely the music sounds like a like a death Doesn't by television kind of sci-fi thing. But I like how it like it's going, it's going, it's going. But then all of a sudden, there's like that bridge out of the middle of nowhere. Where you're just like, you know, Jesus has nothing to offer me, and Buddha just left me confused. That whole part. Yeah, like, I love that part. But the rest of it, yeah, it's kind of just run of the mill, kind of Lillington's core, if you will. 
Yeah, I I, th- I think this is this is the song that I would cut. Um, not that I don't like it, it just doesn't fit. And I think uh, Christine, I forgive you would have been a great way to end the album. I do too. I always have thought that too. It's like you got this yeah, whole thing so going, and then oh, let's let's totally change it up for the last song. It doesn't make any sense. But it is kind of indicative of where they were going next because Habits kind of has some songs like this. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, you think? Yeah, maybe. Well, not maybe. so much the like the Lillington's music style, but just the kind of where it's not as poppy, basically. Like when when Habits first came out, I was like, uh, there was certain songs, especially like uh, now that you're not at t- number twenty one or whatever. That yeah, song yeah, fucking yeah. rules. <laughs> but yeah. that sounds like the Murder Burgers poppy shit. But a lot of those other ones on there, it's like not the poppy. There's not that melody. It's like he was struggling to fit all those fucking words in on some of those songs. You know what I mean? And I I just that's the reason I have never. I mean I I listened to that record a lot when it was new, but it never connected to me because it doesn't have that that melody like this record does hmm. it's like some of those songs he was just kind of struggling to get the words in i feel like or maybe he just wanted it to be really different i don't know but i was a little bit let down by that album at the time because i was wanting like you know these are only problems part two <laughs> you know i really wanted that again <laughs> but I actually i like that record um I don't know. I did you ever notice? I don't know why, but like he's on the cover of, you know, this record. He's on the cover of Twelve Habits and, and What a Mess. Yeah, like it's just him. Well, the band's kind of just him though, right? Well, yeah, but I, I definitely, you know, have this. Uh, you know, his his songs are all about that though. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of of like this album. He's like sitting in that on that brick road. You know. Yeah. Looking, looking down, looking, look, looking down. You know, sitting there. Obviously, like he might have some tears in his eyes. Even, yeah, not happy. And then, of course, Twelve Habits. He's at, you know, he's at therapy. No one showed up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then what a mess he's in bed. And it's just like, it's right. kind of telling about the album. You know. Yeah. And then you look at their previous records, and they're just like band photos with goofy looks on their faces <laughs> and copyrights, <laughs> t-shirts, and shit. Yeah, so, and and How to Ruin Your Life was that weird yeah, the um, cartoon looking thing. Cartoon dogs. Yeah. You know, wolves, whatever they are. Yeah. I like that one, though. That, that's a fucking great album to me. No, I like that record, too. To me, that's th- these those two, like this one and How to Ruin Your Life, probably the best two Murder Burgers records. Uh, but this is I, my favorite, though, of them all, for sure. Yeah, this is my favorite, and then I, you know what, I, it's hard. I, I still like Twelve Habits, and and what a mess, you know. Yeah, there's still some, good, definitely man. some good songs on all of them, but I think as a whole, this this record is has this more is of a, one. like a continuity, you know. Yeah, yeah, and when we started, when we we brought this topic up last week, it was kind of like I was like. It, it didn't stick out. Whereas sometimes you name a band and you just know which album you're talking about, you know. Yeah. And, and this one, I was like, "What album are we? What album do you want to do?" Because I think you know we could have done three other albums. Yeah, you know? totally. He's in my head, so yeah, I I could go for that. I just this one to me is just the most solid of them all, like front to back. It's just, I think yeah, you're right. How to ruin? Except the last song. How to ruin is pretty <laughs> solid too, but it's just a little more typical pop punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but 
I like how this one kind of took a couple chances. You know what I mean? It's a little different in the best way possible. The fucking rules, dude. If you haven't heard this record, obviously you've heard some songs through the episode. But God damn, go get this record, man. Absorb it. It's the shit. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. Start to start to uh, uh, track almost 12. the finish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and like I said, it's not even like a bad song. It's just sort of out of place. Yeah, it just doesn't really fit. Like I don't think it would have fit anywhere on this record. You know? Nah, I would have just I would have made it maybe a bonus track or something or a B side or some shit like that. Yeah. If I was producing it, I would have I would have talked him out of that song. I think. I would have tried. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know. It's still, you know, one song. There's basically like three songs that are not as strong as the rest, but the rest of this record is pretty much the shit. Yeah. And even those... I I like the whole thing, man, except that last one. Yeah. But I'm just saying, in general, you got like burner after burner after burner, a couple lulls here and there. Basically two, two lulls and then the last song. I can't believe that you don't absolutely love uh, Turning 25 with shit. Oh, I love it, dude. But I'm just saying, on an album like this, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just That's the one intro that he's got those. He's doing, he's trying to hit some notes in there, you know? Yeah. And he does it, you know? It's, but it is, it is different enough to where it's very noticeable. Totally. You know? But I love that when he's just playing that muted guitar and singing. Yeah. It's fucking perfect, man. It's really cool. I'm hoping that he kind of comes back to this kind of sound at some point because a lot of the other stuff he's been doing has been acoustic and kind of just kind of different you know it's like dude you're capable of something this good you should maybe stick to it a little bit <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know yeah yeah like i said i don't know what he's doing now so i can't remember what the hell his new band is called i guess i could fucking google it up real quick uh, let's see what he's got. Bangers, serious musician. No. Um, 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 uh, damn it! I'm not seeing anything. All I'm seeing is Murder Burger's shit. Wait. Wait, this can't be. And then, and just like the. <laughs> <laughs> and like the little, you know how there's like you, there's a topic, and then you see little notes underneath the post. It's, it mentions Joyce Manor. There's no fucking way he's in that band, is he? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I think would so. not think so. Do you remember when he played with uh, Intruder for a little bit? Yeah, I was, I, was that like a show? Was that? I think it was a couple well, Intruder shows. Intruder played yeah, on. They played on uh, Twelve Habits. 12 ha- yeah, yeah, Yellow and well, fucking Red. red yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is. I, who think, play, I don't even know who plays on this record. Who plays on Only Problems? I don't know. But I could tell you my favorite lineup that I've seen, I like when he has uh, Noelle on, on bass, because she fucking hit those harmonies with him perfectly. Yeah. I th- isn't she kind of like, I've never seen him, but I mean, I've seen videos and stuff. Isn't she kind of like the permanent U.S. member? I think so, yeah. I don't know. It seems like she's always there. Yeah, and always kills it, dude. What do you think of her band, like Rational Anthem? You know, I mean, I like some stuff. Yeah, I like some of the stuff too, but not all of it. Yeah, I haven't heard everything though. You know, Amber's way into them. She likes the oh, girl yeah? rock. Yeah, the girl rock. She's like, 
Lipstick Homicide, Rational Anthem, the fucking Lippies, fucking all that kind of stuff. Fucking Bomb Pops. That's another band. I just can't get into the Bomb Pops, dude. There's a chick in the band, then she's Anima. I think that's what attracts her originally, because she's kind of a feminist. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is not a big deal. I know. She grew up with Bikini Kill, dude, so that's kind of... You know what I mean? So I know. Those right girls, terrible. they never let it go. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> I always thought that Kathleen was... I know she's a super feminist, but goddamn, she was hot. <laughs> I, she'd probably get <laughs> mad to hear somebody say that, but she was, dude. <laughs> we won't let her hear her say that, though. <laughs> Not that she's listening. I wouldn't imagine. She ain't listening. No. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Great fucking record. I give it a... Out of five up. stars, I'd say like a four and a half. Four and a half? Nothing's a five unless never, it's the Ramones or maybe my brain hurts, love songs. It's hard to, I can't judge things on a five scale. I know, right? Well, what about That's out of weird. ten? A ten? Uh, it's a nine and a half. What hits a nine and a half, really, on a ten? I don't know. Man, I don't know. Maybe a nine. I don't know. Nothing's a ten. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like maybe an eight. Yeah. I could, but, I could live with that. No, I mean, I, it depends on what a five is. What's a five then? Well, if like, you're what's going my brain hurts? Out of five? No, out of ten. Is oh, that a ten? Um, yeah, to me it is. It I mean, really it's, is. Yeah, it's so, as okay, close so, as you can get to it. Maybe nine point seven five. Yeah, so something like what that. about like uh, so does love songs? Head. Or <laughs> you think love songs is a ten? No, but it's no? damn close to it. It's like a 9.99. Yeah, it's real close. It's really fucking close. So this, I'm going to say like an 8. Yeah, I could go with that. Because nothing's going to be a 10 unless it's like Leave Hard, Home, yeah. Road to Ruin, The First Ramones, fucking Rocket to Russia. I'll give, I'll give Road to Ruin. I'll give that a 10. Yeah, I would too. I'll give Leave Home a 10 too. I don't fuck give yeah. a fuck. What about, what about Sheboygan? What do you think about Sheboygan? Sheboygan's a solid 8. 8? Oh, Out of 10? I, I mean, I, I love Sheboygan, but I, I love Sheboygan. It's as good as this Murder Burgers record, but not like way better than it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give Sheboygan a, a nine five. Nine five, huh? All day. I'd probably yeah. give it a nine. I don't know if I could. I don't know. It's hard to when you start breaking so them good. down into points. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> nothing's a ten unless it's like ultra classic Ramones or you know. Not. I don't even yeah, know if hard, Weasel has I'm, a ten in their catalog. That's what's but, special about that Jetty Boys album, though, man. Oh yeah, it's definitely their best record. I love that fucking album. Yeah, it's hard that scale because I get, oh man, yeah. Well, it's like, Sometimes I just yeah. overthink things. And... Yeah, it's like you can't just give everything that rules a ten. <laughs> so you gotta have some <laughs> kind of like scale to it. It's it's tough though on certain records like that, especially Sheboygan. Fuck, dude, that record's gold. Yeah. And it's got some of the best guitar solos ever laid down in punk rock, dude. Like Drew's fucking. He's not just playing some three-note weasel thing. He's fucking <laughs> ripping it up like Prince. Like on Can't Wait. That's got to be the best like punk rock guitar solo that's ever been recorded.
got a few of those man as far as like technicality <laughs> and like melody and like mm, what's the word i'm looking for prowess you know what i mean like he's not yeah. just fucking around the dude could shred but it's yeah. not like steve vi where it's annoying it's like tasteful <laughs> no you know? but yeah it's okay well yeah. you said steve vi so that means it's time to end the show <laughs> yeah that's a curtain call when he brings up steve vi it's time to get the fuck out of here so so what was this was this 122 God, that's you think crazy. I, I don't know. Figure this shit out by now. Yeah, one twenty-two, episode one twenty-two. And for anyone who's wondering about Ramona, our little, uh, our lady <laughs> who used to tell you the numbers she and our goodbyes, died. she died. <laughs> she died. A, we, a horrible death. And, I thought uh, you were gonna get Amber back or Amber in on this. Ah, uh, yeah. Lately, it's just just been a mess. You know what I mean. So maybe I will. Maybe I can get her to do it for this one. Maybe. No promises, but uh, maybe. How about that? How about that? How about th- that prostitute you ran into in the in the ghetto that one day. Five dollar fucks, yeah. At, at five dollars, yeah. I'll give like, five bucks. To I'll give you five bucks. You don't even have up. to suck me off. Just come over just here and talk. say the whatever number I need and say our goodbyes for us. Yeah, I don't think she'd yeah. do it. Shit, that's easy money for her. It's but easy. But some of those women, know. you know, a lot of people think those prostitutes are just like they feel sorry for them because they have to do this dirty deed for money. But I'm telling you, some of them like, it. they love it, dude. They love the dick. <laughs> I mean, why, why else would you do it for five bucks? I mean, what's that going to get you? You know, a fucking $5 soap. foot long, man. Yeah. Subway, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
She needs a $5 foot long, but it, I ain't talking about no sandwiches. But I am talking about meat. Where are we going with this? <laughs> All right, man. Next week, figure something out. Until then. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Wear your mask if you're supposed to. If you don't have to, don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but wear it. Yeah, but wear it. it just, <laughs> you might as well wear the damn thing and suffer it out with the rest of us. But yeah, man, thanks for listening, Cover up everybody. that ugly face with that mask, and we'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Toodaloo. Goodbye, let you go.